0: It's Fantasy Fiction Friday, so I have another chapter of The Dragon Collector coming your way today. Now, one of the great things about writing fantasy is that you get to make up what places look like and feel like as well as what strange characters or creatures live in your world. And no one can tell you you that it's not realistic, because according to the rules of your world, that's how things are. But in order to make the story itself realistic... You need to get details that translate from our real world to your imaginary world right. That means there are some things you will need to research. For instance, in today's chapter, I have no experience with fighting. My character Javen, however, has to learn how to fight because it's part of my storyline. I had to do quite a bit of research to make this scene come to life in a realistic way. Research could mean talking to an expert on the subject, visiting the library to check out some books, or surfing the good old internet to find information on what you're looking for. For this chapter, I read some articles, practiced what I read with an imaginary sparring partner, then wrote what I saw play out in my head based on what I had learned, experienced, and wanted to happen in the story. In other words, you don't always have to write what you know. You can write about what you want to know, research and learn it, and then you know it enough to write about it. All right, enough chit-chat. Let's get to chapter 25 of The Dragon Collector. It's Fantasy Fiction Friday! That means it's time for an escape break with author D.K. Drake. This is the part of the show where your host, author D.K. Drake, reads you a snippet of one of her stories. So if you're intrigued by a world where dragons exist and people live for hundreds of years, stay tuned for a show designed for sheer entertainment purposes. Still here? Fantastic. Prepare for adventure, for you are now entering the land of zandador Chapter 25. Fighting with Fists Hit you? Javen stared at the man twice his size, standing in the middle of the training room, coaxing him to attack. It's nuts, Hamilton. You're way bigger than me. Can I fight Ravier? If you can learn to fight me, you can learn how to fight any midget your own size. Don't we need protective gear or something? Protective gear? Yeah, stuff to protect my hands and face, like boxing gloves and a helmet. I don't know what kind of sissy fighting you do on Earth, but we don't have that stuff here. Just hit me. It's not hard. It's hard when you never hit anybody before. Where I come from, hitting someone is not a good thing. In your situation, Ravier said from the sidelines, it's a necessary thing. Now walk up to the man and hit him. Javen swallowed, flexed his fingers, and obeyed Ravier's command. As he approached Hamilton, he balled his fingers into fists and looked up. His head barely reached above Hamilton's wide waistline. This was going to be a disaster. Let's get this over with, Javen muttered. He swung his arm back and jabbed his right fist into Hamilton's gut. His fist bounced back as though it had slammed into a trampoline. Don't tap me, Hamilton said. I won't break. Punch me. I did. That was a punch. You can do better. Try again. This time, Javen delivered a series of alternating punches with both his right and left fists. Hamilton just chewed on his fingernails like nothing was happening. You can start hitting any time, Hamilton said. I'm ready. Javen bit his bottom lip to keep his growing anger in check and looked back at Ravier. Seeing him laughing only made Javen more upset. That's it, Javen said. Forget the fists. It's time to tackle. The only experience he had with violence was tackling in football practice. Granted, he was the one who got tackled, but he had been tackled enough to know how it worked. He stepped back about five feet, then charged forward, He rammed his shoulder straight into Hamilton's left leg. When the man didn't move, Javen latched on and tugged. What are you doing? Hamilton asked. I'm tackling you, Javen squeaked out as he strained to make Hamilton lose his balance. Oh, Hamilton crossed his arms inside. Carry on. I will, Javen pulled and squeezed a little longer. No progress. Out of breath, he let go and stepped back. New strategy, he said. This time, he ran up behind Hamilton and leaped onto his back. He wrapped his arms around Hamilton's neck and screamed while swaying from side to side, trying to pull him down. The new strategy was as ineffective as the first. Okay, Hamilton said. That's enough. He leaned forward, grabbed Javen's waist, and flipped him over his shoulder to the floor. The collision knocked the breath out of Javen. So he just laid there, eyes closed, humiliated, trying to remember how to breathe. Told you that was an unfair fight, he finally managed to say. It was only unfair because you had no idea what you were doing. Hamilton helped Javen to his feet and led him to the chair by the chalkboard. Have a seat while I use Ravier to teach you a few things about fighting. Sitting down was both good and bad. It was good because it gave Javen a chance to rest his weary body. It was bad because now he had nothing to do to take his mind off his splitting headache and aching muscles. The only thing keeping him glued to a seat and attentive to Hamilton's teaching was the hope that Javen would see Hamilton use Ravier as a live punching bag to illustrate his moves. When you're fighting a hunter like Micah, Hamilton was saying, there's only one rule. Don't die. Good rule, Javen said. If you try fighting him like you just fought me, you're gonna break that rule. I'll have stun balls and stalker swords to help me out. You have to know how to defend yourself if you get caught without your weapons. Javen rubbed his temples. I'm listening. When you're attacked. Your best defense is to strike at one of your opponent's vulnerable points. What, like his groin? Exactly. Javen crossed his legs. That seems kind of clean. You're trying to survive here, kid. Hamilton leaned down. His frizzy hair grazed Javen's forehead, while his naturally hazel eyes bore into Javen's contact-colored brown eyes. You can't play nice. No playing nice, Javen said. Got it. Good. Hamilton raised himself back to his giant height and put his hands on Ravier's shoulders. A man's eyes, ears, nose, jaw, and throat are ideal targets. You can strat, scratch, or poke his eyes, break his nose, tear or bite his ears, knock him out with a bunch to the jaw, or produce a choking pain with a chop to the throat. Javen's hands instinctively moved to protect his throat. What if he's much taller than me and I can't reach his face? You aim for lower, vulnerable points like his feet, shins, and joints. You can crush his toes, kick his shins, or bust his kneecaps. Hamilton turned Ravier around and faked punch his lower back. If you have a shot at his lower back, you can punch his kidneys. From the front, Hamilton continued spinning Ravier back around and throwing a few more fake punches to the middle of his chest and stomach. You can attack his solar plexus or abdomen to wind him. Think I got it, Javen said. He stood and pointed out all Ravier's vulnerable points as he spoke. Poke the eyes, break the nose, rip the ears punch the jaw, chop the throat, punch the chest, stomach, and kidneys, bust the kneecaps, kick the shins, stomp the toes, and crush the groin. Javen watched the aggravation in Ravier's eyes grow to infuriation at the threat of being hit by Javen in any part of his body. He stood there silently fuming while Javen's smile grew broader. Good! Hamilton slapped Javen on the back, knocking him off balance. Now it was Ravier's turn to smile at Javen's discomfort. Hamilton seemed oblivious to the tension between the two men and carried on with his lesson. Your objective is to strategically attack those points with your punches, elbows, and kicks, while keeping your own body protected. First, though, all we're going to focus on is your punches. Okay, Javen said, turning his attention away from the glowering Ravier and toward Hamilton. Teach me. There are four basic punches. The jab, the cross, the hook, and the uppercut. You'll learn them all, but today I just want you to practice the jab and the cross. Hamilton led Javen across the room to the cluster of targets. He pulled one out from the cluster, a faceless man that stood a foot taller than Javen. It had a thick torso and lifeless arms that dangled by its sides. To throw the jab, Hamilton said, you start in the guard position. As Hamilton spoke, he positioned Javen in front of the target. Angle your body toward the target with your left foot in front of your right, and your fists raised to the side of your chin with your left in front of your right. Now what? Javen asked. I just hit the dude. First, you make sure you have a solid fist. Curl your fingers a little tighter and squeeze them between your thumb and tiny finger. Hamilton pressed Javen's fingertips into his palm and adjusted his thumb. Make sure you keep your thumb pulled way back so you don't hurt it when you punch. Javen inspected his fists and threw a few mini air punches while Hamilton continued his coaching session. You want to strike your target with your two biggest knuckles while keeping the back of your hand even with the top of your forearm. Keep your arm relaxed as you throw the punch. When your fist connects, that's when you tense your muscles and throw the hip of your punching arm forward. Remember to punch into the target. Aim for a point inside the guy's body, not the surface. I can do this, Javen said, shuffling his weight back and forth between his feet. Big knuckles. Hand even with forearm. Relaxed muscles. Hip forward. Punch into the body. You got it, kid. Now you throw the jab with your forward hand and the cross with your rear hand. I'll show you. Hamilton stood behind Javen and grabbed a hold of his forearms. Like a puppet master, he guided Javen's left fist into the target's chest, followed by his right fist. Any questions? Nope. Good. Throw a jab in your target's chest. It's a quick punch with your front left hand. When you connect, push the left side of your body forward, twist your fist into the target, and pull back. Quick punch, quick punch, quick punch, Javen mumbled. He shrugged his shoulders, swung his arms and head from side to side to loosen up, and shifted back into his guard position. Taking a deep breath, he locked in on the chest of his target and jabbed his left fist forward. His knuckles connected with the punching bag-like surface and sprung back before Javen had a chance to try pushing the left side of his body forward and twisting his fist into the target. He grimaced and shook his fingers out to dull the minor pain. Ouch, he said. You sure you don't have boxing gloves I can use? Why do you want to wear gloves to fight? Ravier rolled his eyes. That's ridiculous. That move needs work, Hamilton said, shaking his head. First, let me see you throw a cross punch. Get back in your guard position. Javen quickly massaged his hands, then did as instructed. This time, you'll use your rear right hand. Drive your right hip, shoulder and foot forward as you punch into the target. Javen practiced the weight transference a few times. When he felt prepared, he set up in his guard position, eyed his target, and punched. This time, the blow had more of an impact on the target than on Javen. Hey, Javen said, smiling at Hamilton. That was kind of fun. Not bad, Hamilton said. You need to use your body more. Get your hip, shoulder, and fist all working together, and imagine you're punching through the target's chest. You need more force. Okay. Javen threw another cross punch. He jammed his right fist into the target and actually made it shake. It moved! Ice work, kid! Hamilton rumpled Javen's hair. Now do it a thousand more times. Say what? Make that two thousand. I want a thousand jabs and a thousand cross punches. You can't be serious! Hamilton crossed his arms and looked down at Javen through his bushy black eyebrows. A thousand jabs and a thousand cross punches, it is, Javen said, resuming his guard position. This was going to be a very long morning. If you enjoyed today's Escape Break episode but don't want to wait to find out what happens next, click on over to AuthorDKDrake.com. There you can become a DK Drake insider, secure your free starter library, and access all the books from the Dragonstalker Bloodline saga that are available for sale on Amazon. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight.